everybody, and welcome back to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. I am your co-host, Craig Dixon. WWP, for all the cool people out there, my name's Fred Robinson. This is episode quattro, foe. One, two, three, four, foe! And we're going to recap WWE Monday Night Raw from April 25th, 2016, and the build to WWE Payback. That's right, they call it the countdown Payback. Because we love countdowns. <laughs> what are we counting down to? I don't know. Days? Hours? So, I mean, where do you want to start? I mean, should we start from the top of the show? I don't know where else to start. I mean, this is kind of a major angle. But I mm, think we should yeah. start off with the Shane McMahon shenanigans that are still going on to this day. Oh, yeah. There's major shenanigans. And now, on top of that shenanigans, we're going to add some more shitty shenanigans on top. That's right. So we open up Raw with Shane McMahon hitting the ring, cutting a promo about how payback is on Sunday. It's the, and they're calling it the new era of WWE. And, and they're actually promoting that in the commercials for I it, too. that. So that kind of seems like a giveaway to a possible outcome, which mm. we will talk about shortly. No, now, of course, it. we're now it. as me and Fred were, have been talking about the last couple weeks, the authority has disappeared from WrestleMania since WrestleMania. Yeah, Triple H has been gone. He lost the world championship, the Roman Reigns, to no one's liking, but he won. So Triple H has been off television, and uh, I, he's he's done this before. He did that once again when um, uh, around the Royal Rumble, right, right when um, Roman Reigns beat the crap out of him, and he was gone for a while. And now he's gone again, so I don't know when he's returning. No one's has said anything. Right. And and this is something that you brought up to me outside of this podcast, is mm-hmm. Triple H is a wrestler, and he's been nursing this injury, I guess, from WrestleMania for how many weeks now? Four or five weeks? Yeah, it's a month. And Shane McMahon, who's not a wrestler, hasn't been in a ring for six years since his last WWE run, and yeah. he came back the very first week of Raw kind of limping a little bit, and then he was fine. So, it yeah. just makes Triple H look like a bitch. Oh, oh, it also adds to the fact that Shane McMahon fell off 35 feet! Yes, that's right. And came back. Right. He's there every single week. And Triple H is like, ah, oh, my pinky. <laughs> my pinky got a spirit and it hurts. So, um... So it sucks. So they, they come out to this, uh, so Stephanie finally makes her return. So, I mean, alright, so that kind of, yeah. that kind of brings us back to, like, some, I guess, um, normalcy here. Right. On Monday Night Raw. Authority wants their power back. Right. And, you know, we haven't seen Stephanie since WrestleMania as well when she got speared by Roman Reigns. So I I guess she can heal quicker than Triple H as well. She gets Um, speared or she gets speared? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so basically she just says something along the lines of, um, Uh, this is your last night on Raw. I hope you enjoy it. Blah, blah, blah. Shane says, thank this you. This is my ring! Yeah, yeah. A lot of boring. It was kind of like a long, draw, drawn-out uh, opening segment. Mm-hmm. And then Shane has uh, Stephanie escorted from the ring, you know, saying that, well, if this is my last week, you know, I would like you to leave my ring. And so... Yep. So she got escorted out by security and uh, much to the crowd's liking. And much to my liking as well, even though she is a um, probably probably the best heel, I think in WWE, maybe in pro wrestling in general. Uh, you know, I, that's what I think. But um, I I, I want to go on this little like tangent, a quick little tangent. Um, 
Basically, Vincent, uh, what came out of this segment is that Vincent Kennedy, I'm always going to say it that way, McMahon, uh, is going to make his official decision on Sunday at Payback, whether he's going to keep Shane McMahon on as the GM, or if it's going to go back to the hands of the authority. So, there's going to be, he's going to make a decision, which I think we all kind of know where it's going to go. Um, I'm not a big fan of this whole, like... Um, I'm making this show better. This is a new era. Because you're basically saying that, hey, everybody, we used to suck. Yeah. And we're like, all I don't, terrible. Yeah, yeah. And I just, you know, we're just a pile of shit, you know, on top of another shit. Yeah. And um, I, I just don't think that a fed, uh, your promotion, you should ever do that. I just, you See, know, they, I just don't ha- think you should ever do work, it. They walk this fine line between, like, you know, like... Having a bad guy authority figure like Vince McMahon or Triple H or mm-hmm. Eric Bischoff back in the day, and having the guy being an asshole, and yet like then you're kind of like purposefully putting somebody in charge who's an asshole, and like then you get like these jaded like people who are like, man, Raw is run by a bunch of morons. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like it's kind of like they always kind of shoot themselves in the foot with this, right. with this kind of like, oh, you know, the bad guys run the show. Mm-hmm. And you know, like the you know, they're they're a bunch of you know power hungry monsters who just want to you know punish the crowd and you know make you wait for everything you want. Right. So, you know, and then they do these things where you know they they have this somebody is trying to come in and push them out, whether it be you know Shane McMahon now or you know a face Stephanie McMahon back in the day when you know Bischoff was the uh, heeled GM of Raw. Rick uh, Flair back in the Rick day. Rick Flair, you know, so and they're always coming in to try to clear it, clean it up and make it all make it good again. You guys mm-hmm. have run the show into the ground. But yet we watch it every week no matter what who is running it. So you're kind right. of like <laughs> telling us like the show has been shitty and we're kind of like Oh, it has, hasn't it? You're right. You know, it's, it's, I, I always find it very weird when they go in this weird booking decision where it's yeah. time to talk about oh how poorly Raw is run when really it's always run the same way. It's it's a, a bad guy runs the show exactly. And, and if Shane McMahon ends up off television and the Authority comes back, let's say, and that's the end of that, then you're basically telling your audience, hey, we're going back to our shitty old ways, right? Blah blah blah. Get us, get us going, and yeah, blah, blah, and, blah, and you know, the thing with me and is, is it's just very stale with Triple H and Stephanie running the show because they've been doing it for like two years now. Like yeah. it started with the Daniel Bryan, you know, you know, anti push back in the day. So like I, it's just like okay. So but they're also promoting that it's the new era. And it's not just Shane saying that. They're doing it in the commercials, too, the first pay-per-view right. of the new era. Yeah. So that kind of leads, leads me to think that maybe it's not going to end now? Or maybe they're going to do this, like, <sighs> 50-50 power struggle thing where, like, uh, Shane runs Raw and Stephanie and Triple H runs SmackDown or something? I don't know. I'm going to go and say that Vince is going to either be indecisive or just say... You're both going to run it, and you're going to kind of have this... You have to get along. This, yeah, this Eric Bischoff slash Stephanie feud back in the day when uh, Eric Bischoff was in charge of Raw, Stephanie in charge of SmackDown. I'm not saying that they're both going to be in charge of different shows. Right, but then they but would they meet... had to force... They had to, They had this rivalry and stuff yeah. like that and then at on television together. And at pay-per-views, they would have to share the responsibility of running the show, so maybe right. they'll do something like that. Yeah. Um, 
But, Who knows? Yeah, I mean, Shane, Shane, oh, Shane's been a little bit of a refreshing character just because it's something different. It's been nice. Yeah, it's the been nice, you know. Crowd's I mean, very into it. Crowd's very into it. Um, but we all know that, like, just the faces, the faces running as the authority figure on, on Raw and WWE, they historically don't last very long. Look nah. at Mick Foley when he was commissioner, didn't last very long. You look at uh, Shawn Michaels as commissioner, he barely ever showed up. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Things I mean, were a little troubling for him. Back yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> he had some demons. He had a little demon, a little demon. So I really don't actually know where they're going with this. I, I, I think I'm going to tend to agree where they're going to do some kind of like, they're going to both be in charge, all, you know, all three of them will be in charge and they have to figure it out on their own. But yeah, I don't, exactly. I, it's kind of like, it's kind of pointless at this point because it's just, Honestly, it doesn't make a lot of difference storyline-wise. It's just kind of filler to get us through the week every week. So um, yeah. the fact that they're making us go watch it on a pay-per-view is kind of fucking annoying. Exactly. Like, I, I don't want to turn, tune into a pay-per-view <laughs> to see a corporate decision. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, basically, you know, uh, you know, any authority figures are usually, you know, except for your, your uh, back in the day, like Joe. I'm going way back to old school, like Jack Tunney, like being the WWE commissioner, president, or whatever, Gorilla Monsoon. Mostly the authority figures are sub usually heels because, you know, you usually look up as authority right. figure as a heel. Mm -hmm. You know, Vince McMahon, you know, back in the day with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, like, you know, everyone loved the fact that he beat up his boss. Right, exactly. It's the same thing with, uh, you know, Triple H and uh, Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... Yep, yeah, so I guess we'll get some kind of resolution toward on uh, Sunday, but who the hell really knows with WWE? Sometime, yeah. Sometimes um, somebody wins the match and or does something, and you t they tell you one thing's going to happen, and then the complete opposite thing happens, like at, um, oh, WrestleMania when Shane McMahon lost. Only the biggest show of the year, but um, okay, whatever, you know. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, <laughs> we beat this issue to death yeah, Ross, know, for weeks now. Ross starts off with um, Styles for Sheamus. Um, and I thought this was interesting on Raw, um, just uh, just very briefly, that Sheamus actually came out to his own theme song. Yeah. Again. Yep. Um, yep. And he didn't come out with the the League of Nations members. So I was I was gonna say this before SmackDown aired that um, it seems like they're gearing towards a League of Nations breakup. But then it turns out I read the SmackDown spoilers <laughs> and they did break up anyway. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Um, AJ Styles wins the match obviously because he's the Big face going into the pay-per-view. Nothing really nothing yep. really crazy about this. Um, Luke Gallows and Anderson come out to the ring. They just kind of sta stand there on the uh, on the entranceway and watch the end of the match. And, uh, I, yeah, it, it, you know, it's a, good, it's a good way to put over uh, put over AJ, put him over a uh, former world champion in Sheamus. Exactly. Who's been kind of directionless at this point anyway, so you might as well have hit, might as well make him look good, make uh, Styles look good and beat uh um, Seamus, and, yeah, I, you know what, I love his new move, I love that they're giving him the flying elbow as his... Phenomenal forearm. Right, I love that as his finisher now, so, um... Looks great. Yeah. Yeah, it looks great. And, uh, yeah, exactly what you said, I like the fact that they've played it up that Seamus was a former world champ, and, um... You know, he did have the, the height and the size advantage to him, mm -hmm. which AJ Styles, uh was not dealing with um, mm -hmm. for the last couple of weeks. You know, he was fighting, you know, Jericho. He was fighting Sami Zayn, who was maybe around the same size as him or smaller. So this is really like his big, his first big, uh, I don't know if it's his first big match per se, but like, you know, his, his, 
is you know what I'm trying to get yeah, at. Yeah, one, um, one of his know. first big clean victories, like clearly putting over a new guy, you know, beating an established guy like Sheamus. So exactly. It was a pretty meaningful match for him. Um, you know, there was kind of no doubt that he was going to win. Um, you know, Carl Anderson and and uh, Luke Gallows are going to add like another dynamic to this match on Sunday. Oh yeah, so it um, will be there. So I mean, let's get, let's delve right into that feud right off the bat. I mean, I know it's the main mm-hmm. event going into Payback, but um, let's just recap what happened on Raw. Yeah, this is something that actually pissed me off a lot, and this always pisses me off is when they show guys backstage watching something <laughs> on TV. The TV's I always the TV's always at an angle, and the guy is always facing the camera with his head <laughs> turned towards his neck. It's like looking at a like a a television monitor at like a 90 degree angle you're not gonna see anything it's just gonna hurt your neck i know i can't stand you're right i can't stand that i don't know why it's they so do that it's so staged like, like can they just try and make it look like why can't they show the back of shame of uh of uh roman reign's head looking at a tv what would be wrong with that yeah and then just like turn the camera and over he turns around the, and walks away to case, go puts and, his tape on yeah, his yeah, wrist or something case any, any idiots doesn't realize that it's roman reigns yeah you like, know like the guy that wears all black has long black hair tattoos on his who could that be who could that be is that sammy fang the rock must have grown some hair yeah it have to be he's got the tattoo it's gotta be rocky so yeah that's just something that's always been annoying me about the uh, backstage <laughs> promo so i yeah, yeah it's just it, it's a minor pet peeve but you know it's kind of annoying so they show him watching it um, the Usos um, join him backstage, and he's like, "Yo, you know Carl Anderson and uh, and uh, Luke Gallows, they they got their back." Yeah, I know it's us, uh, you versus the world, but uh, yo, sometimes the world needs brothers. I was like, "Oh my god, this that's is some, so fucking yeah. lame." Yeah, so that's so. I, I mean, I don't think the Usos are gonna get involved in the world title picture, but. They actually, there is a slight chance they will, which even adds more unpredictability to this uh, this world title match. I mean, because you have a possible Bullet Club, you have a possible Battler Club, you have a possible Swerve, and the the Anderson and Gallows can attack AJ. You have a possible Wyatt interference. So and now you have a possible Usos running. Right. So we actually get a Anderson and Gallows versus Usos match. So we get the debut of Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I like their in- intro. There's something about the song. It was very, like, just remind me of an old-school wrestler. It was just, like, very rock and roll. I, something I liked about it. Yeah, um, wh- whoever's doing these... Um, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. Uh, so whoever's doing the, the the music lately, I don't know if it's a new guy or not. Uh, maybe you it might is, know. It is, CFO. But he, he's CFO. been making some amazing... Yeah, they're uh, all great. Amazing music. Finn Balor... Um, Nakamura, Nakamura, uh, Kevin Owens, Kevin Sami Zayn, Sammy Zayn. You know, yeah, even for the women, it's so good, so good, so, you know, some really good. Becky Lynch, you know. Yeah, I had that down. I'm like, like the he is making like main main event style uh, music. I yeah. feel like, you and know? that helps. Like, and yeah. I, I, I've always said this, you know, since I've been a big wrestling fan, is that if you have a good theme song, it'll get you over. And uh, I yeah. think, and that's what, as I've said it before, I think that's one of the reasons Dolph Ziggler will never get over because his song is super generic, mm-hmm. like new metal crap. Um, exactly. AJ Styles and also Enzo and Gas. I right. think also have good, good music as well. They do. Um, so Anderson and Gallows, uh, they didn't really give this match a lot of time between the Usos. Um, this match was more, I think, about building storyline wise, and yeah. they just wanted to put over Anderson and Gallows because this was their first match, but since uh, 
since Gallows is back and Anderson's debut, so they looked like probes out there. Yeah, like, it looked. It was a good match. Um, yeah. it was a little. It was very. It wasn't very long. Um, I no. I wanted to. No. I kind of wanted to see more, but I think it was more storyline progression than anything because they're. Yeah. Now there's some you know intrigue in the world title match of as what's yeah. gonna happen. So after the match is over, when they uh, when Gallows and Anderson hit the Magic Killer, um, they decide to just keep beating up the Usos for you know a couple just minutes dicks. until yeah. Roman Reigns comes out and makes the save. Um, Total booze, right, by the way. Right, right. Um, Obviously, right, right. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, like, I, so what do we? So what do we do? Um, I, I mean. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, where do you want to go with this? <laughs> I, 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 mean, like, I mean, I guess because we're talking about the Roman Reigns-AJ Styles feud, which is, you know, it, it's taken a weird turn with the, you know, with the Bullet Club interfering. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure where they're going with that. Um, oh, let's just jump right to the main event. So the main event goes uh, is Roman Reigns versus oh, okay. Alberto Del Rio. Again, yeah. again, the League of Nations is totally broken up because everybody's coming out to their own theme songs yeah. now. Um, and they're basically all right now jobbers. They were they were all kind of like a. They looked so dumb together. They were they were really stupid. And, I, and they're good talent too. There's good talent there. Too. Yeah, they are. It's just there's nothing behind their their uh, their stable. Yeah, it just yeah, it just seemed like they were all just like in a group, but they were like I never felt like they were all connected. Yeah, like, you know, you think you know with a stable, you 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 got some like fluidness and stuff like that. Like I just never, I always felt like they, they just stuck just them like, together for the sake stuck of them sticking together. together. Yeah, they just. I felt like they just never really worked. It reminded me of well, rated RKO, who which was oh like, yeah, yeah, just like a tag team that they're just like, all right, Randy Orton, Edge, you're a tag team now. We're like, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. And they were kind of really didn't have much. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't really or, accomplish didn't much. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of a lot of this show is. Just, you know, I mean, this is the go-home show to pay payback. So, obviously, you're seeing a lot of uh, backstage stuff with, uh, you know, the Bullet Club and AJ and Roman right. Reigns, Uso, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you're just, you're just uh, throwing in the unpredictability. Yeah, you know what I would have you know, liked really to see? You know what I would have liked to see more in this feud? I would have liked to mm. see some, like... Roman Reigns like tag matches against AJ Styles or something like just where like they get a little bit of action against each other and but like you don't yeah. get to see everything but like I felt like there was no in ring interaction with them like wrestling wise like mm. sure they beat each other up a few times but like yeah. they never really like got involved physically it's just, AJ Styles won a number one contender match and then they fight every once in a while outside the ring yeah I, they really didn't have much I felt uh, like this, these, it's like these matches were just kind of thrown it almost feels like it was thrown together and like. Like I, I don't I don't really know where they're going with that, but um so Reigns and Del Rio have pretty lengthy match. It was the main event of Raw again. It was yeah. I, I don't like when Raw main events are predictable. We all knew Roman Reigns was gonna win. He wins obviously. Right. Um, exactly. Anderson and Gallows come out again like they did earlier in the show, and they beat down on Roman Reigns. AJ runs in. Um, now we're not really sure where what he's gonna do here. He's either a mm -hmm. gonna help him or B he's gonna be like hey guys don't do that and he goes with that he ends up you know trying to stop gallows and anderson from doing the beatdown. right um which you know gives roman enough time to get um some get his you know get his bearings and he decides to attack styles so now now the two of them start attacking each other and <laughs> that's kind of how raw ends um yeah. 
So I mean, I I don't know. I is that is like is that how we're gonna like is that the main event feud going into a pay per view like what it's gonna put over AJ Styles? No, I don't think AJ Styles is gonna win this match. Gallus and Anderson actually had more inter I think more interaction with Roman Reigns they than did. AJ did. They did. You know, which uh, I guess would to bring his point home and stuff like that. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I I think the unpredictability is more intriguing than the actual match itself going yeah. into payback. I mean, I, I, I think we all can agree on that. You know, I, I, I mean, I know Roman Reigns isn't the best wrestler. AJ can carry a good match. You know, I know it's going to be a decent match going into it. Uh, Roman Reigns just won the world championship last month. So, like, and, and he's had the title. He's actually had the title, like, three times in the last six to seven months. I know. And, like, each title reign's either been, like, a couple of weeks or a month the most. He loses it. Like, he needs... Uh, I know we're, everybody, including us, do not like Roman Reigns, but he needs... We, we need some stability at the World's Championship. Yeah. I mean, the IC no, Championship I, I and the U.S. I understand. U.S. Championship, maybe it could be something different, even though I like more stability in that as well. But the until, like, SummerSlam happens, like... Uh, I think Roman's got to be the champ. Sorry, it's got to be that. Yeah, no, I put up I, with it. Nah, I gotta, I gotta agree. I love AJ Styles. I think he'd make an awesome world champion. I just don't think they're gonna pull the, they're not gonna pull the trigger here. It's they're clearly leading towards some kind of like. Uh, and what I found interesting is we a couple weeks ago were saying that like they're starting this Roman Reigns heel turn. And now I'm starting mm -hmm. to think that they're not again. And uh, I'll tell you why. Because, that too is unpredictable. Because they're showing him doing the scene. They're going the Cena route again. And they showed him on Raw, you know, having a moment with a, you know, Make-A-Wish kid. Like right. a kid in a wheelchair. I saw and, that. And then, yeah. like, smiling as he goes to the ring. So uh. it's like... We know that these guys do this, but they don't have to portray that on TV to get them over. That's that's what annoys me. Because mm -hmm. I, I know Big Show does these things. And Big Show's been a heel a hundred fucking times. Right. And Big Show does these things, you know? Like, everybody does these things. Kids know. Even kids know that these guys aren't as bad in in real life as they are on TV. Right. Like, you're not going to be like, hey, I want Roman Reigns. He's not going to spear you're not gonna leukemia. You're not like, going to see Seamus in person and go, boo, you're a bad guy on TV. You'd be like, oh my God, that's Seamus. Can I have your autograph? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but, uh, I have tumor. I have a tumor in my head. Okay, broke kick. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I just kicked the chair by accident. So I mean, I knew Mike. Oh, so no. do, can, so I honestly don't know what they're doing with Roman Reigns now. It's like, <sighs> it, it's like I think this is what this is my personal theory Shortest is that is that AJ Styles feud was they were they were gonna start this feud to get to start a Roman Reigns heel turn. They were gonna put him against a top level face like AJ Styles, right. and then then like halfway through it. They they got chicken and they they didn't want to go through with it now. That they, they started they started it and they changed their minds because now they've thrown in this this uh, bullet club interference where now it kind of it's like oh now maybe AJ Styles can turn heel because maybe he'll align with the bullet club who are right. being assholes and Roman Reigns is now being outnumbered and now they're shoving this like you know Roman Reigns is a charitable guy fucking shit down our throat right. So exactly, I think they pulled the plug on the Roman Reigns heel turn, or they're just gonna wait a little bit longer because they just don't want. I think it was happening too quickly for them because 
Mm-hmm. He hasn't gotten cheered since he's won his title at WrestleMania. He was getting cheered more when he wasn't the champion leading up <laughs> to WrestleMania. Like, they'd go to, like, Kentucky or, like, you know, Virginia, somewhere in Virginia, and he'd get cheered. He would go to, like, you know, he'd go to the... the oh, he's awesome! Right, he'd go to the cool wrestling cities like Toronto and New York and Boston, and he'd get Chicago. booed. But now he's getting booed everywhere. He's gotten booed everywhere since Ra- yeah. since since WrestleMania. Which is not good. So... I don't know if they pulled At the all. plug. I don't. I, that's my personal opinion. I think they might have pulled the plug on a Roman Reigns heel turn and maybe have put it on a little bit of a hiatus right now. Okay, so then here's the question, you know, and I, I may have the answer myself. I mean, and you might have an answer too. Okay, if you're not going to do the heel turn, what do you do to get this guy over as a face? And my prediction, if I was fantasy booking, is get that sh- get. I don't know what Rollins' timetable is. Get back into the ring. But maybe we can have a nice I, shield uh, reunion. Face the Bullet Club. At, in multi so In cool. a multi-man matchups, Much like what they did with the shield. And the renew, uh, the reformed evolution. Right. With uh, Blutista and uh, Randy Smorton. And uh, Gay H. You know? And... Uh, <laughs> No Ric Flair. And um, that that is the only, only way I see Roman getting over as a face. Do you have any other suggestions? Or do you have any no. other input no, on that? No, I, I, I don't know. I just think he'll never get over as a face. That's my personal thing. Even with a Shield reunion? A Shield reunion would do it. But again, he was never the star of the Shield. No. Ambrose was the leader of the Shield. People right. forget that. That's true. Ambrose was the leader. And and Rollins was the guy doing all the crazy shit. Roman Reigns was just like the he's the architect. He was, he was the muscle, you know that that's all it was. So right, right. like I don't want them to redefine what the Shield was if by bringing it back and then saying Roman Reigns is the leader now because that would no. that would kind of fucking kill it for me. And you know WWE with these reunions and these bringing back factions, they always fucking kill it. Like look at DX's. Re- return in like the 2005 2006 era it was fucking garbage and mm. i don't care what you people think but that shit wasn't funny i bought that out of my head it was so bad it back. dude you just brought it back sorry man so honestly i think they're pulling the gu- i think they're just pulling the plug on this and they're hoping that an aj styles heel turn when he eventually joins the bullet club i don't know i don't know nice. unless unless gonna be pissed unless we get too. swerve time that the bullet club eventually decides to not side with aj and they decide to, to side with roman reigns that, that would be cool that'd be different that would be cool um but yeah i mean i guess they got they got me going one thing i don't know what to expect now because they kind of right. hinted a heel they kind of hinted face i don't know where they're going with this are they going with the John Cena route? I don't that I don't care that I'm getting booed, or are they going with the I'm go, I'm getting pissed off that people are booing me? Right, right. So that's something to watch as we go into WrestleMania. Um, do you have any picks for the main event of that match? I go with easily Roman Reigns retains no matter yeah. heel or face. I don't think there's a way AJ Styles comes out on top here. Yeah, like I said earlier, despite my wishes. Yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, it'd be great if AJ, but. He's too new. He's not established as a WWE guy yet. He, you know, he needs a little bit more time. You know, I know he's a great. I mean, he's got world experience. I know that, but in a WWE, in a WWE universe, you know, he's still, you know, he, he's not. He 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 needs to get to the next level. 
um, of stardom, you know, which is, you know, which is tough to get, but he'll get there, you know, you know, he's got the talent for it, but yeah, I mean, like I said, Roman needs to keep the belt, you know, he needs to add some credit, credibility, credibility to himself, and that's the way he's going to do it. Um, so let's talk about... Oh, my high water, whatever that was. So let's go to one of the next things. Um, just going to go back on Raw. So the New Day um, cut a promo about they're the greatest tag team. Mm-hmm. And at this Sunday, we're going to have the number one contenders um, tournament fi- final match between the Vaude Villains and Enzo and Cass. Um, now, they cut a really awkward promo in the match. So New Day comes out. This was an awkward segment. Very awkward because yeah. it's just a lot of green guys in the ring. Like, it, well, especially with the Vaude Villains because the Vaude Villains, I've never thought that their strong point has been their mic skills. In fact, I don't think I've ever heard them cut a promo in NXT. I don't really remember <laughs> it happening very often. Um, <laughs> but they're too new to the Raw crowd who I'm, I'm pretty convinced yeah, that most definitely. of the Raw crowd doesn't watch NXT. Um, I think some of them do. I think a lot of them do, like we do. Right. But I don't think everybody knows them. So when they see the Vaude Villains, you're just watching this weird, you know, black and white intro, kind of like the NWO, but they're coming out to this, like, piano, like... You know, no, 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 like, the make of it. Like, yeah. Con- Coney Island, like, ah, see, we're gonna come out here, and we're gonna kick some, uh, we're gonna kick some tuckets. <laughs> right, so... You're like, you're like, no one knows the make of it, right. a lot of people. and apparently they're heels, like, which, you know, it doesn't seem like a heel thing, besides the fact that their name is yeah. Vaudevillains, like, come on. <laughs> the Vaudevillains. So, I mean, and then you got Enzo and Cass, who are just reaping charisma. I know, is this some, something inside me, I got this gut feeling that I just don't want to see... Uh, Enzo and Cass versus New Day. It's yeah, not well. I just, I, there's something inside me. Why I don't know why, but like I just I don't want to. Right. Well, I I I do think it's not going to happen. I, um, I'm going to go with my official pick right now. Is the Vaude Villains are going to win? Me too. Um, because they're the heel team and the New Days are faced, but not just on top of that. But the Enzo and Cass have as we have talked about in the past they have this mm-hmm. program with the dudleys which you know they beat the dudleys in like the semi-finals but you know we kind of we kind of know it's not over we haven't seen the last of the dudleys yeah i wish i wish the the finals were the dudleys versus Enzo and cast see that would have been, that a good been finals. awesome 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 that would i mean you know like god man you had, you had the established veteran team of the dudleys taking on the newcomers of enzo and cast who you know on the main roster, they're still a little bit green, but their my skills are great. Obviously, no one can uh, deny that. Um, it would have been really good. I mean, it would have made a great, solid match at Payback. Uh, I, I don't weird. really have much it, against Avoidvillians. Uh, they're not my favorite, and I don't really care much about them. Uh, but I, I don't know. They Some just don't seem like they don't happen. seem like they're ready for this. Almost like to you, like they kind of. I know they they don't. They also. like they were over in the NXT crowd. They're good workers. Don't get me wrong. I just don't. When I look at them, I don't think world tag team champions like of WWE. No, definitely not. So definitely not. it's kind of like it kind of feels like a rush job just to get like an opponent for them. Like it make it would have made more sense for like the Usos to win. I know the Usos are kind of tangled with the Bullet Club right now. So yeah, yeah. I you know I don't know, but like. It kind of also makes all the WWE tag teams that were in the tournament look terrible because they've been in WWE <laughs> for years, and then yeah, you right. have the, these two NXT teams, teams making their debuts going to the finals. Yeah, exactly. I, I think the booking of this, yeah, it was a little weird cause, because uh, I think you know a little bit better. But who did um, Vaudevillians, uh Who did they? 
win uh, against. They beat the Usos in the semifinals. And who was um, the first round? I forget. It was either uh, uh, the Golden Truth or one of the other teams. Okay, so forget about them. I mean, you said the other one was... What did you just say? I'm they sorry. They beat the Usos in the, in the yeah, semis. Yeah, U- Usos, um, you I know... Think- it's just weird, you know? It's like, And they beat them clean, too. It's not like they cheated and beat the Usos. Like, the Usos... Ah. Like, that, that's what I don't get. Like, yeah. So you're trying to tell us the Usos are gonna, like, help the Roman Reigns, but then they fucking lose to the Vaude Villains? Like, what? Yeah, and say what you will about the Usos, whether you like them or not, but they are a They're very established, established tag established team. Established tag team. One of the only established Multi- tag yeah. teams on Raw, not in WWE, but on Raw. Multi-tag team champions. Right. And they held the tag team titles for, like, it seemed like forever. Yeah. Multiple times. So, um... Yeah, yeah uh, I don't know. I'm going with the Vaudevillians. And then uh, I don't know when they'll face the New Day. Um, I don't. Obviously, it's not going to be on the same show. I, Maybe the know, next night. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, how many matches do we have on, on this pay-per-view? We, we, got, we do have a number of matches, so I guess, pretty I guess much you're right. established, I think. I don't think they're going to fight them the same night. Plus, if they had done that anyway, I, that just kind of makes them become more of a face because... They have to work so much harder now to get right. to win and stuff like that. Maybe the crowd gets behind them because they have to fight two matches. And it's, yeah, it's a, yeah I, I think they'll probably fight the next night on Raw or something like that, if I had um, to guess. Yeah. Or next pay-per-view. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. yeah I, don't, I don't know how long they're going to drag out the program. Hopefully it won't be too long. Um, I want to see more I want to see more of the Dudleys and uh, Enzo and Cash. Right. And they I don't, don't know why. I just really like those, that. Uh, it's a good combination. Together. You got Bubba Ray Dudley who cuts great promos especially since his time in tna and uh now you got the uh you got enzo and Cass, who i as we've said are just pure chemistry going into this so i mean i, I don't think there's much more to say about the tag team um it's kind of like again another clusterfuck of of opponents just leads to a match um let's go to the Sami Zayn versus uh, kevin owens feud before that uh oh just why are they WWE.com, I saw this on there. Lillian Garcia did this too. Why are they calling him still Colin Cassidy? They're calling him Colin Cassidy mm-hmm. and Enzo Amore. Why are they calling him his I know maybe that what is that, his official name or whatever? That's so I, I we call him Big Cass. That's that's what everybody knows him as. You're starting to get people confused and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, you know? I, I think they'll eventually. I don't know about that. I think they'll eventually start phasing out the Colin Cassidy name. It's just I, I, I guess they want to give him a full name, like they have Enzo Amore <sighs> and Colin Cassidy. Yeah, but, that's coming from Vince McMahon. It's, I know. That always cuts every goddamn person's I know. name. Antonio Cesaro. You know? Right. Um. So I yeah I don't I don't know. It's uh, like Colin Ryback, Skip Sheffield. They're very weird. <laughs> they're very weird with. <laughs> um so i yeah i don't i don't don't fucking know man um so we got um we got Sami Zayn versus kevin owens which this feud is Mm. the feud that never ends and i don't think anybody's complaining about that hell no um hell no so this week on raw we had Zayn um fought rusev again another you know (laughs) another um (laughs) aimless member of the league of nations league of nations um so, you know, Zayn's been kind of jobbing a lot lately, and I could have, mm-hmm. I, I kind of saw him possibly jobbing this match too, and I was about to get really pissed off about it and complain to everybody. Um, but thank God, thank God, 
he won. But again, he hit it. He won with a roll-up, Ken. And I just want to say this. Can we stop with the roll-ups? Like, do we need a roll-up win all the time as a fluke victory? Like, why can't a guy just, like, hit a DDT and a 1-2-3 and that be it? Like, why do we always have to finish with a roll-up or a finishing move? I don't know. Like, can't we just have, like, oh, shit, he did a move that he hasn't done in a while. Like, oh, and he won. Like, no, it's got to be a three-count. He beat a big guy. He's got to be a roll-up. So that kind of pissed me off, but um, after the match, uh, Owens beat up um, beat up Zayn on the on the uh, uh, on the entrance ramp, and that kind of like did it for the for the build for this match um, going into this week. Yeah, this but really, uh, there's really not much else to, to, to I will, do for them. Yeah, you know, I but. will say they did do some good promos, uh, some good video packages for them. Oh, excellent! Because um, they did they did a wonderful job, and you know WWE is always really good. WWE can make any program look really good with their <laughs> yeah. with their great like production team backstage who makes these video packages. Because I remember like watching. I forget who it was. I I had a I got a DVD for free back in the day. Uh, it's over there actually, right? It, it's like uh, let's see if we can find it's one of the Survivor series. It was a bad Survivor series. All I know is that like uh, Rene Dupree was involved in a feud. Like it was in a three way for some oh yeah middle ground title like. Oh, um, it was like U.S. title or Intercontinental title. I don't remember. And they made like a video. I forget who the other two participants were. Obviously, the other two were more important than Rene Dupree. Rene Dupree was <laughs> a throw-in. But they made Rene Dupree look so good in this video. I was like, man, if they can make <laughs> Rene Dupree look good, they can make anybody look good. I know. So they're I mean, very good at that. That's one of their very. That's one of their. Strengths. So they had a lot of like photos of of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn when they were young, like hanging out, just like yeah. like you know him at his wedding and them at like Universal Studios with their heads in the shark uh for jaws and stuff like yeah, it was really right. cool to just like see like pictures of them as friends like when they were young and they look like kids too like back in the day like you could tell like they were like they were just wrestling fans who oh, eventually yeah. became wrestlers so they've been together for yeah like 15 years yeah you know, it's like a that, shame that co- they couldn't get like the rights to their ring of honor uh, material I know. because i loved when kevin owens turned on uh sammy zane and ring of honor when they were uh kevin steen and el generico i love yeah. that was like one of my favorite feuds when they were on uh hd net um and that would have been great but like they showed a lot of um i think uh what was it nw uh new japan were they in they, japan? Uh, no. no they showed some uh Pro- no. Pro- Gorilla was that pro what it wrestling? Was? Maybe I think it was pro wrestling gorilla. Yeah, I think it was uh, like PWG. I think so. Yeah. So they some showed some some clips from there. They were there showed for some a while. pictures and a lot a lot of their stuff they showed from NXT. They showed their run in at the Royal Rumble. Um, it, it, this is mostly a yeah. a video package program because again, yeah. Sami Zayn's only been on Raw for a couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. you know he got yep. injured. He came back. He went to NXT to kind of get his feet under him again and then he came back to raw and started this program with kevin owens they really didn't have to do much besides get beat up outside the ring to make this feud worth watching again yeah I know. and again we don't need a lot of build to like uh kevin owens for Sami Zayn match um now who do you got in this match because this is a tough one now <sighs> because you got Sami Zayn, who's probably the next up-and-coming star of the company yeah. as a face. But then you got Kevin Owens, who's already an established heel on Raw and a rising star on heel. So that's a tough call. I'm, I, I I honestly... I could go either way on this one. It's a very tough decision. And you know... It's 50-50. Um, I am going... Because I, I want them to continue the feud, 
until at least Extreme Rules, because if they have some type of stipulation, like a ladder match or right. some type of table match or whatever like that, like that's going to tear the roof off the place, you yes. know, which I want. Yeah, I don't so selfishly, I think I want... I'm going to go with... Um, I know you don't like this word. A roll-up victory ah. from Sami Zayn to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens beats the crap out of him after the match. Feud keeps going on and on, up to Extreme Rules, where they're going to have a crazy-ass match. Yeah, I'm going to tend to agree. I'm going to go with Sami Zayn on this one. I feel like Sami Zayn been doing a lot of jobbing lately, aside from his win over Rusev this past week. Um, you know, he lost to Jericho, he lost to Styles, um, he got beat up before the four-way number one contenders match. Yep. There's been a lot of beating up of him, um, so I think he gets the early win um, and then, you know, you can just continue the feud based on the fact that Kevin Owens is still pissed off that he lost, you know, because yeah. he's the heel, so he can just keep going right after him pay and saying, like, back. right, yeah, like, <laughs> uh, you didn't beat me, like, you, you don't beat me when it matters, you know, so, yep. I, I, I'm going to tend to agree this feud is not over yet, we're only in the beginning of it, I think we're going to get about two more pay-per-view matches out of this, I'm hoping. I think so, too. Maybe one with, involving a third member, I don't know. Um, for sure, yeah. But yeah, one we definitely more. We definitely gonna get a rematch at Extreme Rules. I definitely, I definitely see that. I'm gonna go with you on that one. I'm gonna go with Sami Zayn, um, so that the heel can uh, come back and like complain and get his yeah. rematch. You can't help. I mean, you can't help but be excited for this match. Like, you just can't help it. It's so intense, like you know, because it, for the you know, known each other for years, they know each other like the back of their hands. Like they just, they just work together. And yeah, they, they just. Oh man, they I'm click. Like, I'm they so click. excited for this. And, yeah, and you know they're gonna pull off all the stops, all, all the big moves. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, this is a this is a very I think this is a very important match, uh, for both of them, but more importantly for Sammy. Right. Um. So yeah, we're both going with Zayn on that one. Yeah. Uh, let's go through more stuff that happened on Raw, just developing stuff. Um, really, could we go? Oh, okay. No, what? Uh, where do you want to go? Oh, I thought we, maybe we, I thought maybe we could talk about um, um, Craig's new favorite wrestler. I knew we were going only, to this. The one and only superstar. Oh my god! Apollo Crews. Now I now not only da, do da, I da. not now do I not only dislike him, I fucking hate him because I know. of this backstage <laughs> segment he had. And while it was happening, I texted Fred about this, about how poor, uh, how horrible this was. So, Apollo Crews is in the back, <laughs> being interviewed by one of the fucking backstage interviewers, I don't know, and Stardust, Stardust interrupts this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so we got a quick Raw match here, that's fine, but... Cruz <laughs> is just so horrible on the mic, he's and so lame. He's so, so lame, so lame, and so terrible. He has such terrible delivery, and he goes. He, <laughs> even the way he says, like he's like, "Hey, I really respect working with your father." Yeah, the American dream, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes. Like I'm, I, I almost want to be like. Cody Rhodes knows who his dad is. You don't have to drag it out like, oh, that's my dad. Oh, thank God. I didn't oh, know his. I didn't know his. I didn't know his thing. They were the American Dream. Oh my God. Thank you for telling me. Like it was just so corny and so horrible. I'm hey. still asking, why did they call him up? He's still so green. Stick him back in NXT. And guess what? Guess what? 
he got little to no reaction. Because he's fucking I lame. wonder why. Because he's fucking lame. He, the American Dream. Dusty Rhodes. Like, like Cody doesn't know who his dad is. You had to, you had to drag it on. You know, Fred, like, that'd be like me talking to you <laughs> and being like, I, I, I spoke to your dad. Fred. <laughs> Robinson. I know my senior. dad. Senior. <laughs> like, 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 oh, him? Oh, you talked to him? Like, oh, I thought you meant my other dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is so dumb. So anyway, that just instantly put me in a foul mood. So that when they had an Apollo Crews versus Stardust match, I did nothing but fast forward the shit show squash match. <laughs> yeah, it was basically, I did not fast forward it. So I can just tell you that it was a quick, exp- basically a quick exhibition match for the Apollo Crews to Good. show off his athleticism. Good. And his smiling. Good. You know, so I, I wanted to kind of, you know, like they had to stop the bullying campaign. They need to stop the smiling campaign. Fuck the, fuck the smiling campaign. Fuck the smiling campaign. Campaign. That's right. F T S. Mother <laughs> fucker. So you know. Thankfully, we're not getting Apollo Crews at the pay per view, so we can kind of move on quickly here. But I just I want to see less of him on TV. I know you do. And he's only in squash matches, but I want less <laughs> than that. I want less. I want no matches. I want to see more of him just so I can piss you off and talk to him about <laughs> him you. your podcast. Fuck you. Uh, but I, can I get a? Can I can maybe kind of talk about this for a little bit? You know, the, the smiling. You know, because we have a little bit more time this uh, this week. You know, you know the new day did the same exact thing. They came out with the Jesus giving yes. like smiling like hey everybody, ba 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 ba. You know, like and it, you know, and you know what? And guess what happened? Nothing. The crowd hated it so much that they actually said new day sucks. Yeah. Until they had to go, fa- they had to actually embrace that. Sheamus's you know? face turn where he was just a smiling face. It didn't work either. Kofi did this for many years. Kofi did it for many years. It's just like a thing that like a, a thing that they think is going to get people over. If I see somebody smiling in real life, like that I don't know, I think that guy's a fucking retard. Like, <laughs> oh, I go, like, hey. what the fuck is that guy smiling about? <laughs> fucking, the, this world's not that happy. There's nothing good <laughs> happening in this world. Like, oh, I'm going grocery shopping. I'm so happy. Like, no, you're a fucking loser. You have mental problems, you fucker. Yeah, remember, remember back in like I think it was like 2000. 11 or 12 something like that when uh, Miz and R-Truth got fired remember that part they had that and then eventually yes. eventually they got dropped out to Rock and Cena yeah. at the South Survivor Series but that's not the point uh, guess what they didn't do they what? didn't smile no they were pissed off because they got fired right so they would get pissed off and they were taking people out with the baseball bats yeah uh, and that added so much le- uh, legitimacy and intimidation Especially for someone like the Miz, who's like generally a loser anyway, uh, it gave you know being with this badass black guy that didn't smile and was kicking people's asses actually gave Miz like some street cred. Right. So uh, smiling equals no heat. Yeah. Equals no reaction. Yeah. So stop it. So stop doing that shit, Apollo. You know you think you think back in like 1999, you you think Ron Simmons in the APA, you think he was goddamn smiling? No. No. No, he was kicking people's asses, and they got over. Damn, damn. So I mean, we, I mean, talking about concept, crazy. Talk, talking about like how to get a face over. We've been talking about how Gene Ambrose has been struggling lately with this mm-hmm. with this goofy kind of like Mick Foley, like I'm crazy, but like I'm trying to be funny about it kind of gimmick. But this past week on Raw, he cut a fucking great promo. He with, did. He went. 
Yeah. And, and it felt like the old Dean Ambrose, where he did, like, the shield Dean Ambrose, which is the Dean Ambrose that I love. Um, so this was yeah. a this was a breath of fresh air, and uh, Jericho came out and confronted him about it. Um, Jericho doing his normal, like, uh, quick, quick, uh, you're an idiot thing. Um, and then they just kind of brawl. Kiss my, kiss my $1,200 shoes. Right, yeah, just, you know, like, typical heel heat from Jericho, but... I love the promo from Ambrose. It kind of gave me hope that maybe they're yes. dropping the goofiness of the gimmick because I think I, I I think they're trying to appeal him to like children. Of course, you know, that, which is like you know, but kids don't have to be funny. Kids kids don't have to like people. Like kids don't have to laugh at something to like it. You know what I mean? Like everybody kids, loves Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Brock Lesnar doesn't make anybody laugh unless when he's beating the shit out of somebody. Yeah. If you think that's funny, like, <laughs> like I, like, like they, nobody, nobody needs to laugh at, at, to make get something over. So no, don't. I'm hoping. I'm very hope. I'm very hopeful that this was the beginning of them phasing out the goofiness and him just uh, being a serious heel because the I promo, the so. promo was very good. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely one of his better moments in the last couple months. Yeah, definitely. You know, he needed that promo to get over, and uh, you know, I'm glad he dropped that goofy shtick or shit. I don't know, whatever. Want to change those ones? He, uh, you know, uh, Chris Jericho. They 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 brawled a little bit. Chris Jericho put the walls of Jericho on. Uh, they were on the announcers table where he put the walls of Jericho on him on right. Dean Ambrose. So um both both guys have been uh ha- been having some great work lately. Jericho, you know, he's up there in age too and he's uh he- he's going toe for toe with these new with these new guys, you yeah. know. He's, he ain't, yeah. you know. You know, he's definitely lost a step from his last run in WWE when he was um you know, um I you know, he was the world champion in like 2008. Um, I thought that was one of his better runs in the company. Cause, uh, he thinks so, too, yeah. That was, like, yeah. one of his better runs. And then it, mm-hmm. he kept coming back sporadically. Um, we thought he might win the Rumble in 2011. I think that was the year when Sheamus won. Um, but, you know, like, and I thought his work was good through then. And he's been largely off TV for the last, like, three or four years. Um, just mm-hmm. sporadic returns, at, like, surprise returns here and there. Um, but I, this has definitely been my least favorite Chris Jericho. Um, I, oh, really? You know, yeah, he's just lost a step, and um, nothing nothing other than that. You know, the guy's in his mid-40s now, so it's... Expected. It's expected, and, you know, yeah. he hasn't... He doesn't have, like, the... Um, he doesn't have, like, the build of, like, a Triple H or an Undertaker. He's not... He was never really one of the big guys, so... I think like he lo- he was always more about speed and like high flying offense and mm-hmm. technical. So, you know, he can't hide that like Triple H and the other guys can do with their sh- strength and stuff. Right. So yeah. it it's been a little bad, but I I, I have li- I did like his program with AJ Styles. I thought their matches could have been better. Um, I I we all know Styles is capable of doing a lot more, but like yeah, I thought I thought Jericho yeah. could drag out a little bit more out of him. I I have a better feeling of his chemistry with Dean Ambrose though because I think Ambrose and Jericho have like a similar style like they're both yeah, they smaller do. guys they're they've got their like similar build they're they're not Mobile, huge they're yeah. not they're not cruiserweights either 
um, and they're both really good on the mic. Um, they just rem they have some very similar styles. They can do high flying stuff if they need to, but they don't always resort to that. Um, right. Jericho was always more of a technical. Ambrose is more of a brawler. But I I think I think this could actually be a decent match, and um, I'm gonna go I with. I think it'll be good. Uh, I'm gonna go with Dean Ambrose winning this one because I just feel like the guy needs a fucking he needs like a solid victory. Yeah. He lost to Lesnar last month, and Lesnar hasn't been on TV since then. So I think. I think he needs this more than Jericho does. Jericho's been winning a lot lately, too, which I've also disagreed with, even though he's <laughs> one of my favorites. Um, so I'm going to go with Ambrose on this one. I think this has been a solid feud, though. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, you know, I would love to disagree with you, but you brought up some great points, and I think that Dean Ambrose is going to win, and I think he needs to win. Yeah. He needs to win. I mm -hmm. mean, uh, you know, Jericho has been winning the last couple of weeks, I believe. And, um, you know, and also, of course, at WrestleMania, he beat AJ Styles, which right. was big. Uh, but I think, the, you know, Dean Ambrose needs this win, especially after he lost to Brock Lesnar. You know, um, you know, it just gives him more legitimacy. You know, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, uh, I mean... <sighs> It, it it I I don't even really want to talk about this next match more than more than I have to. But Baron Corbin is apparently fighting Dolph Ziggler at the pay per view. Um, oh yeah, well they've been. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. This has been literally a crappy, boring beat em up. One guy's beating up another guy for no reason feud. Yeah. Um. I, I again I I've lost all interest in Dolph Ziggler at this point. I love the guy, but. He, he's he's got no direction and I just don't care about him. I just don't care about him. And I don't care. Like I like I like Corbin's work in NXT and I, I get this this is a good this is a good first feud for him. Yeah. Um yeah. but this feud just has done nothing for me. I feel like Corbin's getting getting no reaction on NXT too. So I uh, I don't even know where to go with this. Uh, he's just lacking some charisma. Yeah. You know? Uh, but it's it's a little tough because he's playing the tough guy heel. And, um, you know... See, that's the problem with introducing problem. Yeah. two guys who are brand new at the same time. Because you have two guys you want to establish as these great guys. So you got... Apollo Crews shouldn't be doing squash matches. Apollo Crews should be, like, yeah. wrestling in tag matches, having some close victories here and there. And Baron Corbin should be getting the squash victories. Because he's the heel. You know what yep. I mean? Like, yeah. So that's the problem with having two yeah. similar guys debuting at the same time, is they're doing the same thing. So that's why I'm, like, not really... De I like, I'm getting, I'm getting fucking Apollo Crews shoved down my throat, <laughs> and now I have a Baron Corbin who, you know, is beating guys I like. I'm forgetting, like, actually. Like Damian Sandow, uh, uh, although he didn't beat Sandow because, thank God, Ziggler interfered. Is so, it, oh, thank no, God. Like, can we, can we, like, get Damian Sandow a fucking program? Because the man is very talented, nice. both on the mic He's and in awesome. the ring. And he, he got, he got fucking shelved because he got shelved from his, um, what, what was he doing? Was he doing the... Was he doing he was the, being um, the, the Miz's stunt uh, double? No, whatever. no, no. After that, when he was um, oh, when he was uh, doing the Macho Man in person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they pulled with the plug the, on that when uh, with when, Axel, right? Yeah, when Hogan like... got fired for saying racist shit. So <laughs> they pulled the plug. Thanks, on Hogan. That. Yeah. So it's his fault that you know we, we we that we're stuck with Damian Sandow doing nothing now. Ah, uh, I know. <laughs> you know what the uh, you might as well just put you might as well just 
you know, have the Miz hire Sammy and da uh, Damien Sandow to be his assistant or something like that because, you know, like, it, it got over with, you know, as the stunt double and stuff like that. It still will be good as, yeah. you know, as the intern or, like, you know, or the assistant and yeah. it's just, like, trash talks, you know, trashes them all the time and, and the crowd just eats it up and eats it up until, the, you know, Damien can't take it anymore and there's another feud right there. Yeah, know? I mean, I, yeah, I... I, I, I don't really want to go into this match yeah. anymore. Uh, I think Corbin's the easy winner here. Corbin, easy winner. That's yeah. it, unfortunately. Um, I love, sorry, now, you were talking about The you. Miz, but The Miz is doing this thing with Maurice now that... I, yes. I know I know you're a fan of Maurice, um, but... I, I, yeah. Yeah, I... A little bit. Uh, it's, she's, uh, she's not the greatest on the pro... But the promos and no, stuff. No, but she's... But she's hot. So goddamn hot. Yeah. You can't fault her too much because she's so hot. It gives gives Miz a little bit of legitimacy just it because does, she is so Because Miz hot. was kinda like lost in this like mid card obscurity for a very long time and yeah. and now all of a sudden he won the title at uh, Mania or whatever, the day after Mania, and now he's kinda like back in like a a relatively higher heel status. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it does help that he has like just like a new valet, basically. It's just like it's just anything different about him because he's had the same theme song, he's had the same stupid jacket, the same stupid sunglasses, <laughs> same stupid haircut. He's that, very like that weird blanket hoodie yeah, thing he wears, yeah. like some snuggly or whatever. So I, I like I do like that he's at least I I always thought his heel work when he was WWE champion was actually very underrated, and I thought he was actually a good champion. Um, yeah, I just don't. Yeah, he was a, yeah. I, I just don't like him in any other capacity other than being like, like a champion. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, like he did. It, I, we talked about it last week when he was just suddenly a face with uh, mm. with Alberto Del Rio a couple of years ago. Like they just pretend it never happened. Then two weeks later, it, it's just very weird. And I, there's something about the Miz. Uh, that people don't like, so he's got that going for him. Yeah, you always you always want whoever he's feuding with to get his, his cup up, uh, come up and against yeah. uh, the Miz and 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 call me I, I, You know he's fighting Cesaro at uh, on Sunday for you know the Intercontinental Championship. Call me crazy, uh, and I know you, we all we both love Cesaro. I think they should have kept the Ryder Miz feud going for like a month or two. They should just, just a little bit longer, just because you could have, you know, you had you had a great um, story for the WrestleMania. You had the the wrestle, you know, hit Zack Ryder with the history with the Intercontinental Championship with the Razor Ramon pictures. You had, um, you know, the, him and his dad celebrating in the ring with his WrestleMania moment, and, right? And then uh, the, you know the Miz's wife getting involved the next night. I just think that um, you know Zack Ryder was talking about, you know, he could have talked about like his lifelong dream of having the "Quote unquote second best title." Yeah, I don't. Know, I don't know why know, they rushed it so much. They didn't need uh, to rush it. No, the feud wrote itself. It was there. Yeah, you know, and then you know, and then he, you know, Miz could have gotten over in that feud. Could have gotten more heat for right. ensuring Zach's dream, and then fought Cesaro. Right, I and, just and, and they Cesaro it a bit just getting soon. thrown it right back into the Intercontinental thing. Like it kind of ruined his return, at least for me, because when Cesaro came back. They threw him... His first match back was a number one contendership match, and it was like, oh, shit. Cesaro's mm -hmm. gonna be a force now. He's gonna be like, oh, he's gonna be challenged for the world title. He ends up not winning the match, which is fine, because it was a four-way match, and only one guy can win. Right. Um, but now he's back in the mid-card obscurity with this, you know, Intercontinental title feud, which, again, I, I've said this about the Intercontinental title, like, 
it's not it, it's almost better to not have this title than to have it. I'd rather be in Kevin Owens now. I'd rather be in Kevin Owens' spot right now post having it. Like he was the last champion going into Mania. Um but when he has that title, he doesn't seem like a threat. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you yeah. have the Intercontinental yeah. when when Kevin Owens had the Intercontinental title, he didn't seem like a threat. Now that he's gone and he doesn't have it and he's feuding with Zayn and they're just going to have a fucking bloodbath on <laughs> Sunday, he he's like he's he's legitimate now. Like Yeah. But yeah, the, the fucking Intercontinental title, it's like a it's like a mid. It, it's like it's not even a mid card. It's like a low card title. It's like uh, something no. to get somebody. I in. hate that. And like, and the fact that it's on Miz just further cements that because Miz has just been such a non factor for the last couple of years. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So who who do you got? Who do you got? Cesaro or I got Miz, Miz retaining, and not that I you know I would love to see you know Cesaro accomplish big things here, but I think him winning the Intercontinental title would be worse for his career than winning it but i also think miz has kind of found a new groove as being a heel now so i think he just he needs a couple more months with this title at least another month with this title yeah to kind of legitimize legitimize his heel turn yeah well, because his, if, his his return to mid card i should say right because what do you do at that point you know like if he loses the ic title right away you know then he's gonna chase for the ic title like right. no you can't have this this, this uh you know, loser heel kind of right. guy. Like, and if he loses the title, for this? if he no, loses no. the title, he's just he's gonna be gone again. You know exactly. I mean? He's gonna be like on doing that superstars again. You know, like that segment he does. What's the name of the segment? Miss TV. Miss TV. Right. Miss TV will be back, which will of course we all love. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, I you know, I yeah, I'm gonna go with Miz retaining on this. Um, I think he's, I think he's, I think him, he has found a bit of a groove. He's. Always been good on the mic. Um, you know, he's a little stale these days. I think the Maurice thing helped a little bit, as you said. He kind of little bit. helped you him know. out a little bit. The title kind of gives him a little bit more. See, that's a title that helps him. But I don't Definitely think it, helps him. it's not a title that helps Cesaro. It doesn't help Cesaro. You're right, yeah. I mean, it would be cool if it was the U.S. Championship. But right. We'll also get to that in a little bit. Unless we have other stuff to talk about first, uh, because no, actually, actually, I think that's going to be the kickoff match. We co- we covered pretty much everything except for one other match. Oh yeah, um, but the... let, let, let's go to the Kalisto Ryback. Did we, did we talk about the women's? Already? No, we did not. Okay, um, but let's talk about Kalisto Ryback. Um, mm. If you watch Raw, you know nothing about this because uh, I, yeah. I I don't I watch only Raw because we don't watch SmackDown. SmackDown. Is Whack Town. Boom, baby. Three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row, baby. Keep it going. So, um, <laughs> and I, yeah, I, you could tell me that there's storyline progressions. I know the I know the League of Nations broke up on SmackDown. I know. But Ryback hasn't been on Raw in several Damn weeks. Damn it. I love that. Um, Kalisto hasn't been on Raw since the uh, Lucha's loss in the first round of the tag tournament. Yep. And he's going to quote her. I don't know if they're going to carry it. By the way, this was the kickoff sh- match for WrestleMania <laughs> as well. Yeah. So it's still a payback. <laughs> it's a U.S. champion. Is it a U.S. championship match? I don't know. Uh, I believe it is. Believe it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I I would believe it would would be too. Um, I don't see why there would be why it wouldn't be. Um. I see. I know nothing about this feud. I don't know if oh. it's. I, I have no idea if it's just an extension of what was going on before. And they just want another similar match. Yeah, I, I uh, don't really know much about it either. I, I I'm not a big fan of 
fucking title changes on pre-shows, so I'm going to go with Kalisto retaining again. That's all I know going into this match. Yeah. I'm just going to go with the opposite just to go with the opposite and say Ryback yeah, I- will get his payback yeah, at WWE's. Payback. Maybe. <laughs> see what I did May- there? Yeah, see what I, did? I see. I see what you see did. See what I did there? I see what you did. It was a good. It was a good. It was a good. It was a good. It was a uh, between Charlotte um, defending her title against Natalia this mm. past week on Raw, uh, Natalia had a match with Emma again, who's back on TV to literal or no fanfare. Which who I love, by the way. Can we get Emma in a fucking feud? I love you, Emma. Can we get like Adult Emma doing Emma. something? Like um, so yeah. I mean, screw eh. you. It's, it's screw you. It was a pretty Friday. quick match. It kind of annoyed me because Emma has been working on her heel craft in NXT yes. for a while. She's made and big strides. She's made big strides with her character instead of being that bimbo with the bubbles and the... Yes. So, that should be a good, that's a good one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Natalia disposes of her quickly, which I don't just, which I don't agree with. I don't... I, 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 I've said this previously. I don't hate Natalia... But I also don't like her. I, I, I don't know why. And, you know, I, yeah, I, and I've I been watching wrestling for many years. I love the Hart family. I love Jim I love Jim Neinhart. You know, I love Owen Hart. I love Bret Hart. Mm. I love the Hart Foundation. I love the new Hart Dynasty thing that they tried a couple years ago. Yeah. When uh, Tyson Kidd and uh, D.H. Smith was in it with Natalia. Right, but right. Natalia is just... I, Something about her I just don't like, and I think it might have something to do with the with the Apollo Cruz um, theory is that <laughs> she just fucking smiles too much, and she has such an unnatural like smile that it just like seems so forced, <laughs> like like it hurts her face to smile. It fucking her. annoys me. So I I, I dislike Botox. Anybody? No. Uh, yes, definitely Botox. Botox? Oh my god. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of plastic in that woman. There's really, again, the, the real big thing with the feud here is that Ric Flair will be in Charlotte's corner and Bret Hart will be in uh, Natalia's corner, yes. which is going to yes. give it a little bit more fanfare than this match should probably get. Right. Um, so our prediction, let's both say it at the same time. One, two, three. Charlotte <laughs> retains. No question. But I'm going to go a little further on this one. Go ahead. I think that Charlotte is going to win, obviously, but I think during the match, there's going to be a point towards the end where Ric Flair may end up by accident costing her the championship, but she ends up retaining it anyway. She bounces back from whatever it happens. You know, they're, like I said, they were, like with Dr. Phil, he, you know, Ric Flair is holding her down. Right. And uh, we, we kind of saw a little, uh, I saw a little subtlety in that uh, when she came down to the ring on on Monday because, like, Ric Flair was bowing down to her there and Charlotte was like, oh, can you stop, please? It's a little too much, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, I think it was just a little, like, subtle friction. A little subtle friction, but I think that maybe, like, Ric Flair is going to try to help her cheat and it's gonna backfire, right? And then uh, she might almost lose, like or something like that. But right. then she'll end up winning anyway. At the yeah. End. Um. 
This is something my my wife has actually said, and it's been Ooh. it's been pissing her off about this. Jen Insight. Yes, uh, this is my wife Jen. Um, she um she doesn't like the Charlotte like storylines on Raw because Ric Flair is involved in everything, and she sees it as a way of like oh like they don't think Charlotte can get over on her own that they need that Flair needs to be by her that Rick needs to be by her side at all moments, and. <laughs> I kind of agree because when she mm. when she was in NXT, she just did her fucking thing and she was fucking awesome. And now she comes to Raw and she just looks like a fucking like like a baby. Like like she needs her dad by her side the whole time and her dad's helping her. Like it like like yeah. I liked her as a heel just beating people in NXT. It was more believable. She like they kept calling her genetically superior when she was in NXT. Yeah, I think that's what the you know, I think that's uh kinda like Dr. Phil's point. Yeah. You know? In the the old thing is but that she even she doesn't need Ric Flair. In her I corner. get that that the storyline wise that she doesn't she need him. Up. But like I mean in real life she actually doesn't need him too because no, she was a heel in NXT for most of her for most of her duration there too. Right. And it worked and she was a damn good heel yeah um and she didn't need rick and it it just kind of like brings like an unnecessary attention to her because he's just doing his woo thing and when the crowd's there and the live event audience you know you go to a wwe event Mm -hmm. rick flair is in attendance you're gonna fucking hear people doing woos and it kind of takes away from it like i know she woos herself um, but she, never as much as Ric Flair does. Nobody nah, does it like him. It's not a Ric Flair woo. I mean, yeah, like, so you know, I, she's close. But I not think Rick is close. only hurting her right now, and um, I, I I tend to agree with your theory that maybe Rick almost co- cause cost her the match. Yeah. Here, maybe we get like a false finish where like her she foot trips her by he trips her by accident. Right. Like maybe we get know. a false three count and her foot is like under the rope and the referee changes his mind or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But I tend to agree that the the Ric Flair aspect of this might be coming to an end at least. Yeah. I hope so. I love exactly. I love Ric Flair, but you know I've seen enough of him over the years to finally <laughs> say all right, all right, go away now. Although I would love to see like the ref kick out Ric Flair. And oh then, yeah. And then do the imaginary what? <laughs> he he bumps he bumps from a kick out. We went to a wrestling show. It was the best. We went yeah, to a wrestling show many years ago, and Ric Flair was wrestling. Uh, he, no, he was, no, managing, he was uh, managing. I forget Triple who. H. Triple H. And <laughs> he got up on the apron and started in it, like it, distracting the referee and yelling at the referee. Yeah. And uh, I think it was Earl Hebner back in the day, and he did one of those. So. You. You're out of here! And Rick, holding onto the rope, just goes, What? And he flips out and does a back bump onto the rope. And we died. Because it was was the funniest fucking thing we've ever seen. I've never seen anyone bump to to words. What? Bam! (laughs) An executive decision with words. I never saw anyone bump to that. That was fucking fantastic. Yeah. So, um... He's awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we love Rick. Uh, hopefully, you know, uh, you know, the guy's getting up there. I yeah, I don't want the guy to get hurt anymore. Uh, ah, he so wrestle, but I know. think we so we both agree Charlotte retains the title here. Mm-hmm. No question in my mind that she's going on to eventually lose the title to Sasha Banks at some point down the road. I don't know when that's going to come. Um, I think again, I as love I've, SummerSlam. I've but... said it. I've said it. They haven't really established Sasha on raw enough um in fact she hasn't been on tv no. a lot since mania yeah uh which is yeah. a damn shame because the girl's 
the girl's damn good. Uh, yeah. So I think that's a yeah. SummerSlam might be the way to do it. That's a very long time away. I mean, that's like four months or something. I know like that, that's you a know? long time. So, so it's a lot of feuds to go into the yeah. You know, so she could go know. maybe go through the women's division and kind of do like a do like a Nikki Bella like to beat everybody. So maybe next yeah. feud she gets as a Paige, who's an established face. Yeah. Maybe goes to um. I was gonna say I was gonna say Brie Bella, but Brie Bella just retired. Oh, she did, huh? She finally actually made the announcement. Yeah, Brie Bella announced her retirement. So, uh, you know, we we can... I, I'm sure they'll figure out somebody else to throw in there. Maybe the Paige one gets yeah. thrown out for a couple times. Maybe they bring up somebody. Becky Lynch know. could have a singles match as well. She could come back into the scene in a couple months. If they really um, do everything correctly, and I mean both the women and, um, and the program, I mean, you could really build up a nice Becky Lynch-Charlotte uh, feud, which I know they've, you know... Had a nice feud in NXT, but um, you know most people be don't really know. Wrong. Like, yeah, and I think that like um, you know Becky Lynch has the potential to have really great underdog um, spirit, much like Sami Zayn, right. and um, you know if you could really tap into that against like the uh, badass heel of Charlotte, right. I think like maybe we could sh- you could stretch that program out where she. Just coming close and coming close and coming close to the championship every time, and you want each month you get you get more and more into it. I love Becky. Finally, at the end, she wins. And I think Becky is like a long. It's a long. It's a time. long term. I think it's a long time away. Yeah. We get a title title from her. Oh yeah. I think the next women's champion is gonna definitely be Sasha Banks. Because she's already over. Because she's already over, and she's just like the next star diva or woman. And, yeah. uh, you know, the only other option I could see as like a few, as a feud in between is maybe a Bailey call up, but you know, Bailey's, I'm still obviously still in NXT. She just dropped the, uh, NXT title, uh, whatever. Bailey just lost it to, uh, to Asuka right. uh, a couple weeks back at the last takeover show. So, um, usually, so, usually when yeah. you, at least in, uh, WWE land, when you lose a NXT title, you're probably gonna get called up soon yeah yeah think of one recent champion who hasn't gotten called up i mean you got Sami yeah. Zayn got called up kevin owens got called up even if you're champion you get called up but right. kevin owens Balor just lost the title is he coming up we don't know yeah that's another that's something that that's another ripple in the world title Please. match that we yeah. haven't even talked about because, right because i mean maybe they're saving his debut for fucking a pay-per-view that'd be a perfect <sighs> time to save it for uh it definitely would be yeah you don't want to Waste it maybe on Raw. You want to, you know, have people and again, get this, intrigued into the world, into the pay-per-view. I mean, I'm just, like, looking over the card again for the pay-per-view, and it's it's not, it's not bad. It's not a bad card, but there's, it's lacking, like, excitement, I should say, or intrigue. Because, I mean, you got Roman Reigns' styles in the main event. You got Charlotte versus Natalia, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, Miz Cesaro, Ambrose Jericho, Ziggler, Corbin. A lot of these, and uh, Enzo and Cass versus the Vaude villains. So, I mean... Yeah. Uh, it just, like, seems like a lot of Raw matches. Like, Miz versus Cesaro seems like a Raw match. Uh, Ziggler versus Corbin seems like a Raw match. Natalia versus Charlotte <laughs> seems like a Raw match. The only ones that really <laughs> seem like pay-per-view quality matches are Jericho Ambrose, Sami Zayn Owens... And Reigns and Styles. So I'm really only interested in those matches. Yeah, me too. I well, mean, the, the, the other matches are take. yeah, they're, they're all kind of meaningless. Yeah, um, yeah. So 
I mean, maybe that throws in another ripple to the Bullet Club thing in the main in the main event. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm leaning crazy. toward. I'm starting to lean towards no now. I don't know. I, I feel like they'll never call up Finn Balor for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And, and to and as you said last week, I don't think they're gonna stick him in just some some stable rid- ridiculousness. You know what I mean? Like they have to really protect this guy. Yeah. They got something. They got but some the other really thing, tapped potential. The other here, thing is you know? he's not as young as people think he is. Like oh, really? he, he's got the he's got like a, a very small build and he kind of's got like a young face. But I mean Finn Balor's uh, he's how old is he? He's he's thirty four already. Oh, okay. So he's that, getting to the prime age of really uh yeah, like he, thirty-four to thirty-eight is yeah. really like the prime of uh your career. Yeah. So if you're gonna do something, let's do this shit now. Yeah, so we ain't I got mean, time to waste, fellas. So I mean if the guy if they're ever gonna give the guy who's got the guy he's gonna be money when they call him up. I can just see them selling masks with his face paint on it. Oh and, and yeah. He's got the intro, you know, the smoke, the moveset, the he's very talented guy. Just call the guy Great up. theme song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the time, time is ticking because he's 34. He's turning 35 next in two months. So, you know, like wrestlers, they don't they don't age well once they hit, get in the 40s. So yeah. you want to get yeah. some good quality pay-per-view matches out of this guy, put him in WWE. He's already got the gimmick. I think, like, you you know, for your main event at Payback, you know, you're definitely going to have the Bullet Club interfere. I mean, in some That's capacity. definitely happening. We don't know what side yet, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I can almost see, like, you know, if Finn Balor were to, like, even be in the main event, you know, interfere in the main event or be involved in it, I, I could see him maybe even not taking any sides and just kind of being maybe, like... Like a Sting. Like a, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that. W, like, Sting and WCW, you know? You didn't know if he was WCW or NWO until he finally did it attack the nwo at right. some later point and uh you know he is i think he just should be on his own mysterious you know you don't know who he's for blah, blah, blah. yeah i just think that he uh i just i don't think he needs a group at the moment yeah i i, I don't know i, I tend to it's, agree he's uh he's he's damn talented he's got that He's got that like sting kind of like Undertaker aura around him. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he doesn't have the you know in ring, you know credentials to match that. But he's got talent. He's definitely a, I think a more talented wrestler than either of them were. Oh, definitely. Even Sting during his prime. I don't care what anyone says. I think I've always thought Sting was overrated. Oh, I'm gonna get shot. Oh, podcast. you motherfucker. So you um, motherfucker. I know. You I know. really just went there. I I really did. Oh, you no, I mean he maybe was a little bit, you know, when it, when he first got to WCW. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I th- I think we covered pretty much everything, I, unless you had some. Uh, Fred's, got, Fred's got his notes here, so let's. let's I got my notes. Let's my go to the notepad. Oh yeah, everybody. I mean, like I know, like <laughs> you know, we're gonna talk about Raw and NXT, but we talk about Raw a lot. But um, you know what? I watched NXT, so I'm just gonna go over this really quickly. I'm just gonna really just give the results and maybe like a few comments. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna waste everyone's time with this because Raw is obviously more important. Uh, uh opening a match, Oscar actually actually Oscar versus Eva fucking Eva fucking Marie. I'm gonna call her that every fucking time. <laughs> you know, for the women uh, NXT Women's Championship. Actually, no, screw that. That was a non-title match, so I was a little nervous for that. Uh, just noticed there was a lot of red in that, in that, in that, in that match. I feel like I was part of the red wedding. 
But um, <laughs> but um, crowd was hot in the beginning, screaming their dis- uh, huge distaste for the Ava. They fucking hate Eva Marie and stuff like that. But then the crowd just got like really, it got really weird. The crowd got really quiet and really cold and really bored. Like there was like no reaction, which I mean, kind of like makes sense considering Eva is just horrible. Um, it was yeah, only all right terrible. because Asuka carried the match, and then Asuka, when she was kicking the sh- you know kicking the shit out of Eva, uh, the crowd was into it. Um, I, I, uh, Nia Jax is um, um, Eva Marie's bodyguard now, I guess. Um, I hate so, her. So I'm not impressed with Nia Jax either. Uh, she only just has the size and the relationship to the Rock. Um, so you know. But besides Bailey, who's a decent contender for the women's title, because at the end they were um, f- uh, they were kind of teasing an Oscar versus uh, uh, Nia Jax. That's why I'm bringing this all up for the uh, I guess maybe for the next show or the next takeover or something but like that. But they just did that. Bailey had a fucking quick yeah, I know title I, match with her, and she lost. And, I know. And Bailey beat her. Bailey beat her. Bailey, like nice. a tiny little girl, beat her. So, I mean, fucking Asuka will fucking murder her. I'm sorry, but Nia Jax is fucking garbage. I don't care that she's a big woman wrestler. She's nah, shit. she's not great. She's shite. All. She's fucking fat nah. and slow, and she's ugly, and she dresses like the super shredder. And basically, like, <laughs> super, I like that. <laughs> I feel like anyone that's basically related to The Rock in some capacity it's gets horrible. gets gets. Uh, put yeah, it's horrible, but it gets pushed yeah automatically. I mean, like you could be like the next super, WWE superstar for the world title is going to be like the Rock's Butler for sure, <laughs> you know. But um, really, the NXT show really um really featured uh the return of the revival da- uh, Dash and Dawson. Um, they they fought two nobodies. It was a total squash match, but they looked tremendous. I love they're, they're I the, love uh, the I feel like they're the modern day uh, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson, only more ruthless. Uh, they're because they're pissed about losing the championships. So um, I'm expecting a a rematch against American Alpha at the next take takeover. And then we had uh, quickly Blake Blake and Murphy came back facing the Hype Bros. Um, short entertaining match with uh, the Hype Bros actually picking up the W. With the, with the hype writer. Uh, no Alexa Bliss, but... Um, Damn. Yeah. I don't know if this was a win because, you know, they felt bad for Zack Ryder or whatever. Um, um, uh, but, Dash and, uh, but Dash and Dawson actually attacked the hype bros afterwards, too. Um, so, yeah. Dash and Dawson are, are on a rampage at this point. Uh, Carmella came back as well and fought this new girl named Malia. Um... Uh, it's weird to see Carmella without Enzo and Cass. Um, you know, everyone. I feel like the crowd's kind of like, hey, "Hey, it's Car, it's Carmella, everybody, yay!" When are they gonna? When are they gonna put her back with Enzo and Cass? It's like watching Ma- DX back in yeah. the day, and like you're you're hoping the New Age Outlaws <laughs> come, come back, out, yeah. but you get X Pac. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just not the same without like, them all the music together. Kind of reminds I... me of DX, so yeah, I have that going. No, it's like you, it's like you get Tori when she was in DX. Oh God, please don't bring up that. <laughs> uh, she, I know she was the mouthpiece of the group. I know that Enzo and Cass can, are are fine without her, but she was the valet, and they were all great together. You know, you had like, like I said, you had Miss Elizabeth for the Macho Man. Macho Man didn't need Miss Elizabeth for, for the promos either. And, uh, you know, Trish Stratus also started out as a valet. Um, 
her her, her wrestling's subpar at the moment. Yeah, you know, but they're they're trying to get they're trying to get with her. You know, her trying to get behind her and stuff like that. Even though they would rather see her. With she the had group, a good match with, with Bailey, so I I think I think I think they saw something <sighs> in her where they want her to just hone that skill, um, and basically become a better wrestler although i should say i haven't been wa- i haven't watched nxt since takeover texas though uh, <laughs> so you got a lot to catch up on I, I, I tend to binge watch nxt in like bunches right before i take over and catch up on all of them yeah i mean it's fine i i've only started watching them week to week only because of this podcast so uh at least then, somebody's doing their homework there you go hey you know we did promote that we were gonna you know watch nxt so i am bringing up the legwork for that and uh, the main event for that, uh, which should say Nakamura versus the Drifter Elias Sampson. Um, I, I kind of like actually both guys, even though Elias Sampson is very you green. Like Elias Sampson, I think he's got a good look, but he's very green. Uh, very, 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 very. He's very, got very a good green. look, but his gimmick is shite. Yeah, his gimmick is shite. But um, Nakamura is over. Oh yeah, he is. over, over. So that obviously Nakamura won, um, and it looks like. Uh, He's probably more over than Finn Balor at this point. Um, so it looks like you know Nakamura yeah, is probably going to fight Joe at the Finn Balor. The other thing about Finn Balor in NXT now is like he's kind of become almost stale because like he's been champion for so long. Yeah, he's feuded with training. everybody. He's beaten everybody. Yeah. Um, and you know he drops the title at a fucking house show in NXT. So it's only one way to go now. There's only one more thing to do with Finn Balor is put him on fucking Raw and let him feud with like, like Kevin Owens and let him feud with mm-hmm. uh, Sami Zayn on like main WWE television. Let them do their fucking work on Raw. Yeah, exactly. And I know we're running a little late, but um, just wanted to remind people that uh, in the background of all WWE that um that we are actually having the qualifier matches on the indie scene for the WWE Global Cruiserweight Series, which uh, was announced very short, um, maybe around WrestleMania time. Yeah. And uh, it hasn't been mentioned ever again. So, you know, eventually they're going to, I guess when they have all the people there. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., who is um, another New Japan pro wrestling Noah guy. Um, awesome, awesome uh wrestler from england uh he qualified as well as um, this guy jack gallagher who i don't really know so um they're trying to really push the global aspect of it they're both both from england and uh so it's gonna they're gonna have a lot of crazy matches on the show you know just having this one guy zach jr which is fucking he's off the charts i heard gargano and champa are in that too right uh i don't know per se uh i just don't really know i know they tag teamed once on an NXT show... Oh, they've been on in NXT for quite yeah. some time now, but um, I, I, I can see I them heard, in there for sure. I heard they might be in the Global Cruiserweight Series, so I'm hoping... It's just more great I'll, I'm hoping because I love those two. Yeah. I just figured I'd just bring that up just because, you know, just something that hasn't been... Um, it's different. It, it's something it's gonna different. Be, it's going to be really cool. It's different from WWE, you know? It's like just basically... A, a lot of outside guys. A lot of outside guys and it's like, it's and cool. a tournament and somebody wins. And that's just different. I like that. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, because you don't really have much Although, outside of the outside of the... If, if, yeah. if Ciampa and... Uh, Gargano? And Gargano are in it, one of them are going to win. Yeah. Because they're still under... Con- they're under contract. They're and, under contract. And then they'll be on TV for a couple weeks. Maybe yeah. they meet each other in the finals. That would be cool. That would be cool. Because they were a That'd tag cool. team at one point, and they broke up, or they just kind of split. 
So that'd be a good finish. Yeah. So we, we saw like uh, the last takeover show, uh, uh, Kota Abushi, I forgot his name. Uh, another uh, All Japan uh, cruiserweight. He was in the. So he's he's probably going to be in this uh, tournament too. I don't know how many people are actually in this. Uh, Global cha- uh, cruiserweight series. It could be like thirty people. I have no, and then event like this could be a long, way long term thing. I have no clue. Yeah, but I'm really excited. They for haven't this. they haven't released really a lot excited. of details, but it, it is very intriguing. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. I maybe mean, we'll start getting some more of this uh, after. Maybe we'll start hearing about it more after payback. When is yeah. the when is the uh, series supposed to take place? Uh, there's no like real set. Uh, time period or anything. They're, like I said, they, these two guys um, just fought over the last weekend or two um, to qualify for the right, actual series. Right, yeah. So I think they're going to just have a bunch of qualifying matches first. And then, like I said, I have no clue how many people, if they're going to show these matches on NXT or if it's going to be right. a lot of it on the outside. I, I, I don't know. But, um, uh, it's you know, it's very intriguing. So... Um, well, I guess there'll be more news when we hear about it. But yeah, so I mean, we've got uh, so we've got um, WWE payback this Sunday. Hopefully, uh, we'll do a little bit better on our predictions than we did at WrestleMania <sighs> 32. I hope so. Statistically, we we have better <laughs> odds because there's less matches, so there's less we can get yeah. wrong. Yeah. But there's also less we can get right too. So I don't really <laughs> know. Um, I feel like this is more of a predictable pay per view than WrestleMania is. WrestleMania, they always try to pull some, you know. <laughs> Uh, rabbits out of the hat and kind of swerve you. I hope so. Cause I got uh, a lot of money on this payback. Show. I got a lot know, of money on this payback show. is like you know it's it's the old uh, WWE backlash. Um, yeah, backlash and backlash. Oh, yeah, backlash used to be good because they used to just do WrestleMania rematches and that was yeah, great. Um, they they've completely scrapped that except for the fucking <laughs> Kalisto versus uh, Ryback match. That's the only payback <laughs> that anybody's getting. Is is you beat me on the last payback kickoff. We gotta go, guys. So I want payback now. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for us here on the fourth edition of the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. We will see you this coming weekend with a recap of WWE Payback and the Raw that follows. I'm Craig Dixon. I'm Fred Robinson. I got a lot of money on this pay per view, so I better be awesome. uh, It's predetermined. I don't know. Anyway, it was great seeing you guys. Let's keep up this, and uh, we will talk to you next week about what happened at Payback. Payback, payback. Woo! Hell yeah! Woo, woo, woo! That's the end of our show. Dunk. Dunk.